Welcome to the Kupalithis Podcast. Game over. Welcome to episode number three, Burn the Resolution. And before we get into the episode, first just want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. As we are just starting out, we're less than a month old. I want to thank every single one of you who have told me in person or you've written me that uh, that this podcast has been encouraging, that this podcast you're excited about. So thank you for walking alongside me in this journey. And uh, I get to walk alongside you in this journey as well. I received a Christmas card, I won't say their last name, from Phil and Corianne, people who I had the honor of not only being the best man in the wedding, but I walked the bride down to give her away. It was my honor to be in that wedding. And they wrote me a Christmas note and they were encouraging me in this podcast. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Love you guys. And for everyone who is supporting this, thank you so much. All right, let's get to it. I do love those transitional booms. Henry David Thoreau said, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. So I would say to you on episode three, 2023, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. You might have to muster up and probably will have to muster up so much courage, so much faith to actually accomplish your dreams. But I want to say to you, you have dreams and you have been designed by your creator in heaven to have those dreams. And I don't mean just dreams at night of sleeping and you have dreams where it's like, you know, you're, you're flying or you're swimming and all those things. Those, those are awesome. We could talk about dreams like that and maybe we will on one of these podcasts, but I'm talking about those dreams, those things that are cherished aspirations, cherished ambitions, those things that when you sit back, you go, I want to accomplish such and such. We all have them. When, we, when you're a kid, right, you, you dream big. Like, uh, when I was a kid, uh, I'm going to play for the New York Giants one day. Well, and then you grow up and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm almost 5'10", and uh, I don't know if I could have ever really played for the Giants. I don't, I don't know. And, and it shifts, and it's like, but no, but there was something about that. It might not have been playing for the NFL, but it might be the team aspect or building team or leading others. And we find that, yes, maybe our dreams grow and our machine, uh, dreams mature, but friend, they're still dreams. And I want to say that you have dreams that have been put inside of you. To have dreams is to be human. It's how you've been designed by your creator. Life has such a way to mute dreams or to take those dreams and dash them upon the rocks, so to speak. How many times have you in your life maybe had a dream, had a hope, something that you were going to pursue, and then when you began to pursue it, or you dreamed about it, or you shared it with somebody, all of a sudden it was like criticized or put down. And he was like, well, I need to give up on this dream. I can't pursue this dream. And I'm not saying that every dream that you have is reality. I mean, every dream that you have, every whim is just something for you to do. But I'm saying that thing that's burning inside of you to contribute to this planet. 
I would say to you, actually, some of the negative and some of the challenges that you've gone through is in order to establish that dream that is in your heart. You remember in the Bible, because God creates you to have dreams. And so when we read about different individuals in the Bible, we're actually reading about people who had dreams from God about their life and about what they were going to contribute. And I'm going through one right now, which is Joseph. And Joseph at 17 had this dream to be raised up in the political sphere and literally impact the, impact the world that his own family would be bowing down to him because he would be in such a high position. And he was criticized. He was sold into slavery. He was accused of sexual misconduct. He was forgotten about in jail. And he went through all of those things, and yet he never lost sight that this was from God. And I believe he needed that time. The Bible talks about in the Psalms that the that that word that was in him was tested. There needed to be a time that it was proved. There needed to be a testing time, not preparing the word or the dream that he had, but preparing him to carry that dream. And some of you, you have been going through hardship and you have been going through difficulty and you're like, I think I'm going to give up on this dream or I'm going to give up on the idea of this thing. But you know what? You've had to go through those things, those challenges, those failures, those, those redirections, because what it was producing in you was the character and the humility in order to carry that dream. Now, there's a lot of ways that we can go and talk about. Some of the things that we could talk about is the way that dream is fulfilled, but I don't want to get too specific here with that yet. But I want to say your dreams are important because those dreams that you pursue and those things that you establish, they lead to having a full life. It's important to have a full life. And let me just give a little disclaimer here. I'm not talking about something that's just selfish and self-motivated to get yourself out there. I'm talking about what's a genuine contribution to society and to the world, to your family, to the people around you. A genuine dream from God. It's important to dream and it's important to pursue this and it's important because I believe that it's a blessing from God to live a full life. If you go to the graveyard, it's a sad place, right? People have died. You walk the gravestones. You see some you know, graves that are just little babies or kids or teenagers. You see some that have lived maybe 100 years. But I wonder if you could dig those graves up and talk to those people. How many of those people would say, I lived a full life? I pursued my dreams. I established something new. I gave it all. It's like an athlete on the field. You know, the athlete will go out and he'll perform on the field. Maybe he's a football player and he'll, he'll just give all of his energy, all of his talent. And after the game, you just see him almost being carried off the field back into the locker room. And what do they say about that athlete? He left everything on the field. How many people in that graveyard would be able to say, I left everything? Every dream, every aspiration, every passion, I left everything on the field of life. I don't even think I can say that yet. But friend, there's something burning inside of me to see the kingdom established, to see change happen. And friend, there's something that's burning inside of me even now that you would rise up and you would take steps to confidently pursue your dreams. We're talking about dreams and pursuing those dreams. Now, you know what time of year it is? I'm recording this on the last day of 2022. 
You're in all probability listening to this in 2023, maybe beyond that. And what I'm about to tell you is a truth that's probably going to be true for a very, very long time, hence it being a truth. And that's the fact that in this time, it's a transitional time. Let me say this. It's a transitional time. And it's important in this time, I believe, to pause and reflect and think about the year and do some um, like self Uh, reflection and things like that. And I'm going to give you in a few moments three practical things to do that will help you focus on the right things. But you know what happens every time this year is that all of a sudden your dreams, your ambitions, the things that you want to pursue, the goals you want to accomplish, they all become commercialized and something called resolution. All you have to do is make a resolution and this magical thing is going to happen that you're going to achieve it. And you know what the truth is? Resolutions don't work. Maybe it's Western society, maybe it's human nature, but resolutions don't work. There is an article in the New York Post from 2020, before the pandemic, and this is what it says. It says, a new poll of 2,000 Americans found that it takes just 32 days for the average person to finally break their resolution or resolutions. And 68% report giving up their resolutions even sooner than that. So pretty much, if you make a resolution, most of the time you're not even going to make it past a month. I mean, think about that. I've even heard that it's even quicker than that, but it's it's basically you're not even going to make it into February and you've already broken that resolution. Do you know why? Because we have this mindset that resolutions are just, uh, it's like a shortcut. Like if I can just take this shortcut, I can have a body like Chris Helmsworth. If I just have this shortcut, I can just achieve this thing that, you know, like Steve Jobs did. And, you know, I can do that in 32 days. I'll make a resolution. And the truth is there is no shortcuts to hard work. There is no shortcuts. I'm not saying things don't get accelerated. I don't think, I'm not saying that there's not at times where something is like a breakthrough and, and maybe there is a little bit of a shortcut, but if you go into your dreams and your aspirations with a shortcut mentality, guess what? You are never going to make it. The article continues to go on and says this, one in seven Americans never actually believe they'll see their resolution through in the first place. All right, let me comment on that too. That means one in seven people, they're saying something and they're just blowing smoke. I've done it. Maybe you've done it. You've just blown smoke. Why? Because it's hard. It's hard work. And that's these next statistics here. The top reason, the article goes on, our resolutions don't stick is a self-aware lack of discipline. That was 62, oh, 52% of the people, meaning I know that I'm lazy. I know that I'm not going to be able to accomplish it followed by a busy schedule and a lack the proper timing to see them through. It's 43%. So not only do I know that I'm lazy, but I'm not even going to carve out. I rather go to the movies. I rather, I'm not saying that every single person, this is every single person's thing. Sometimes people have to work two, three jobs. Sometimes people have circumstances that come in their, up in their life. But it seems to me that as I read this, that the most part is that we're just lazy and we don't want to take the time. Maybe, maybe it's just, it's an entitlement thing that we have in America. We just feel entitled. Well, it's my dream. Well, guess what? That little blue ribbon that you got in kindergarten, it doesn't work in real life. You got to bust butt. You got to work hard to fulfill that dream. Last thing I'll say in this article, it says two and five also point to societal and peer pressure as a big reason for their resolutions are cut short. 
meaning it's everybody else's fault but mine. Some people didn't like me because they didn't like me. I couldn't do it. Now, I'm not saying be unteachable. You need to be teachable and you need to have people speaking into that dream and helping encourage you and helping guide you. You need mentors. You need people there that are helping. But listen, but, but it's everybody else's fault. And if only people wouldn't criticize me. Listen, if you can't take criticism, get out of the game. If your dream is not worth the hard work and the criticism and the failure, then get out of the game. Seriously, because it's a, you're wasting your time and you're wasting other people's time. And it's going to be personal, and it's going to hurt, and it's going to be things that you're going to make mistakes, other people are going to make mistakes, and guess what? Other people won't care about your dreams as much as you care about them, and that's going to hurt. And you're going to have to go through a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. But friend, let me tell you, resolutions don't work. Don't lie to yourself that if you all of a sudden make a resolution, it's going to happen. You know what I think? Burn the resolutions. Burn that mindset. Burn that way of going at it. And I want to give you right after the break a few practical steps that will help you burn that resolution and focus on the right thing. I'm doing my best to hit the 15 minutes, but I guess I'm just talking too much. All right, here we go. Listen, I'm going to give you very practical steps here to help you understand where you're at and where you need to go. Now, this is a transition time in the year, and I do believe it's important that you have to be intentional about being present and create some time for yourself, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, but take some time, find a quiet place. I know you might have kids and you might have to lock yourself in a closet for half an hour, get a babysitter, go into the closet and have a pen and a paper and relax for a few moments, and then you're going to do some really intentional focusing. Now, say the word with me, focus. This is... This is what, this, uh, one, two, three, four, five letters, this five-letter word is so important for you. The word focus means to concentrate attention or effort. So without thinking resolution shortcut, you're thinking focus means I need to concentrate on one thing and then apply effort, right? What do we say? The resolutions don't work. Why? Because there's a self-aware lack of self-discipline or there's not the time. Well, how do we retrain our brains to think? We need focus. So this is what I'd like you to do. Have focus. First of all, have the end in mind. And I want to say this. Have the end, number one, like have the end in mind with a big asterisk. You know what an asterisk is? An asterisk is a marker printed or written text, typically as a reference to an annotation. Meaning like when you're reading something, you see this kind of star symbol after what you're reading it. What's it saying? They're saying there's a footnote to this. So I'm going to say this, have the end in mind, but then have a big asterisk. And what does it mean? I want you to write down your aspirations and your inspirations and your, and I want you to think to yourself, where do I want to go? What do I want to accomplish? What is the thing that's burning inside of me? And listen, it could be a simple, a sim- something as simple as I want to get in shape in 2023. And so it's like, I want to look like, uh, I want to look like this star or that star. Friend, don't, don't pursue the counterfeit. A lot of those guys, unless you're willing to take like some TRT or some HGH or, or some like unnatural thing, like, like a lot of what you see on TV is fake news, all right? So I'm just saying, have an inspiration, have something that you're pursuing, but make sure that you're not pursuing something that's just totally counterfeit, all right? But have the end in mind. 
Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? And I just want you to dream. Write down those things, whatever they look like. They might seem crazy to you. They might seem over the top, but just get it out on paper. What do you want to accomplish? And write those, write those things down. And what you're ultimately going to do is you're going to take a deep breath and you're going to look at all these things and you're going to say, what are two or three things, not 10 things, not 15 things, what are two or three things I can pursue this year? Because you only have a certain amount of time, you only have a certain amount of effort, and that time and effort, friend, can only go to, you know, if you have kids, if you have a job. So what do you want to pursue? I'm going to tell you what's probably last on this list is hobbies. Listen, your golf swing is probably not as important as establishing your dreams, even though the playing golf, that's might, that might be a place where you make deals and all that. You might have to cut out some of your hobbies to actually be a good husband, to be a good boss, to be a good friend, to be a good leader, whatever that thing is that you're pursuing. But you're going to have the end in mind. Look at what it can be. Look at the potential. Look at where you want to end up. And the big asterisk, why is there a big asterisk? Well, because you know what I have learned in the journey of life as you get to a goal or as you're accomplishing something, guess what? Your dreams and aspirations and who you are as a person is going to even change. So don't worship what you think in this moment is the end goal. Allow it to evolve. Allow it to mature. Allow, allow it to grow. Because actually, as you grow, your end in mind will actually grow with you. That's number one. Number two. Number two is have the present in mind, and I have a big asterisk after that one too. It's these big asterisks that just get in the way. But listen, have the present in mind. Where are you presently on your journey? And how do you figure that out? I would say this. You can't trust yourself totally to make a very clear self-analysis. You need trusted others, not anybody not just people you know online or people you know from a distance. You need trusted people around you. And here's the thing. You have to be willing to ask the hard questions and receive hard answers. Because if you lie about yourself to yourself, the only one that you're really fooling is yourself, but you're hurting others. So here's the thing. You you need to know where you are presently in your journey and pursuing these dreams and, and accomplishing goals and doing all those things. And so you need to know where you are presently, but don't lie to yourself because you need honest feedback. And so I would say ask hard questions. And here's the thing. Here's the asterisk, right? If I'm going to ask hard questions, footnote this, I might get hard answers. So I need to do two things here. One, take responsibility. Number two, don't blame others. Take responsibility. Like if you're, if, if there was a guy and I was talking to, I'd say be a man. Be a man. Take responsibility. Okay, so you haven't been perfect. Listen, and I would say, it, like, if one of my dreams is to be an all-star dad, which is one of my dreams, I'm going to ask my girls what they think. And listen, they might have a younger perspective. Maybe it's not matured yet, but it's their perspective, and it's valuable, and it's worth me listening, and it's worth me changing and transforming in order to be the, the dad that they need, not the dad I think that they need. And maybe there's a little bit of both of that, meaning sometimes I think as men we can be like, well, I'm the dad, and they're going to trust me and follow me. No, no. I need to have a humble heart and be able to hear, say, Dad, you know what? You're not easy sometimes to talk talk to. Or, Dad, you've said some things that have hurt me. Well, guess what? I can make that right, but I have to ask those hard and difficult questions 
and allow there to be hard and difficult answers. And that means that I can't reek, or not reek, I can't, I can't reek, I can reek. I can't then have retribution on them for them being honest. So if they say something that's truthful, I can't then be like, well, I'm not going to have a bad attitude now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them the silent treatment and be passive aggressive. No, I need to take responsibility for where I am. So this is just an example, but you need feedback. Take that with that pen and paper, write down what you need to write down. Presently, where are you at? So if I know where I want to go and I know where I'm presently at, guess what? I can start to make a pathway to get there. It's probably a whole other show in itself. And the third thing I would say this is that take stock of your past with a big asterisk in mind. You can't change it. I know I'm way over in my time here, but think back on your past. Think back on the last year. Think back on how you grew up and realize there's some imprints that are in you, some words that have been spoken over you that you've allowed those things to have too much power. I'm going to do a show on that, I think. Too much power. And they're actually causing you to not fulfill your dreams and goals because it's created in you fear. It's created in you something that has actually been a hindrance to your progress and not a blessing. And the big asterisk there is that you can't change the past. It's true. You can't change the past. But guess what you can do? You can forgive yourself in the past and you can forgive others in the past. So you, in the present, can move on to that future goal. All right. Hey, I love you all. This is way over time. I hope this blessed you to hear this. God bless you. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Kupalithis podcast. Please consider supporting this by a donation at thekupalithispodcast.com. It is a tax-deductible donation. If you would like to write into the show, you can write me at kupalithis at gmail.com. Yes, you got to figure out how to spell that, but share, subscribe. See you next time. Just show up.